You're listening to a podcast by Mission Field USA, a church planting initiative of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. For more information and resources, visit lcms.org slash church planting. Hello and welcome to the Mission Field USA podcast series. I'm Reverend Steve Shave, your host, the director of LCMS Church Planting, and with me as always is my co-host, uh, Reverend Dr. Mark Larson, the manager for LCMS Church Planting. Hello, Mark. Hello, Steve. And with us today, we have a special guest, uh, Rebecca Schmidt, uh, who is in charge of LCMS Schools, and today we are going to talk about how schools and mission uh, fit very nicely together. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Well, we're happy to have you, and we're going to talk about uh, making disciples and how our schools can help us as an outreach for new starts. Rebecca, can you tell us a little bit, just to get us started, about how important are schools and the value that they have for us in the LCMS? You know, I love that part of our story because schools are so deeply valued for uh, training up a child in the way they should go. In 1847, a congregation was expected to operate a Lutheran school if it was to become a member of the Synod. And it's really based on the premise that schools meet daily, that um, this is a critical part of our church is raising disciples for the next generation and generations to come. And so from that, when our Synod was organized, it began with 12 congregations and 14 schools. Today, LCMS schools serve children and families from early childhood through post-secondary graduate degrees across the nation, including three schools internationally. And uh, we are working with um, over 1,900 schools nationwide. Very good. So it's an important part of our history of church planting and new starts. That is an amazing thing to think about. More schools than there were churches, and that was a solid foundation that we had. And so even to this day, when we think about mission, we should think about Lutheran education. It truly is uh, one of our our jewels. It is uh, certainly something that uh, we're very good at. Can you tell us about how our Lutheran schools continue to pursue after that kind of excellence? Well, one of the things that we know know about Uh, education today is that it needs to be of high quality, it needs to meet or exceed state standards, and it needs to continually being um, in an improvement in in the delivery of education, in the delivery of sharing the word of God, and in serving families. And so through that, our schools are are continuously um, evolving and uh, to meet the needs of children and families. Well, very good. So we see how important it is to mission, how important it is, uh, you know, especially when you think about in some of our cities um, where schools uh, definitely need to uh, connect with families in the community. And it's a great means of outreach. And it's one of the things that, hey, if you can do it really well, uh, even for a budding new start, um, we're excited to see congregations try to use uh, one of our greatest strengths. But for some church planters, um, they're a bit of an entrepreneur. And so it might be uh, hard for them to see that 
yeah, for Lutheran schools, it really does tie into that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, it is a place for us to even be innovative. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. And and really, I think our our mission churches have every bit of the ability to serve children and families based on their entrepreneurial spirit. We we know that we need to meet the needs of families, and and uh, that is at the heart of how we serve. And in and in the areas that you suggested, Steve, that are underserved, the school has adapted to the community, and adapting to those that you serve is a key. Uh, part of of growing the church and growing the relationships of the people you serve. Very good. And also, our Lutheran schools are very important because not just of the education, but about what is at the core of what they're doing. And that really is that this school reflects the love of Christ in our communities. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, one thing we know that in, 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 in the heart of those we serve is our desire is to extend God's kingdom. And, and in doing that, proclaiming the word of God, sharing that beautiful gospel message is of critical importance. And so how do we, how do we, the question we have is how do we do that? And where will families be? And how is that shared? And it's really goes back to that all-important developing relationships. And, and uh, in a mission start, it, it starts one soul at a time and one family at a time and one group at a time and, and continuing to work and to know those you serve. And when that trust is developed and shared and, and uh, these pieces are all begin to come together. And it's not, it's not an overnight project. It is day by day, event by event, interaction by interaction. I just want to maybe uh, comment to uh, uh, Dr. Schmidt on, uh, I always thought, always think that uh, Lutheran schools are like the ideal situation for evangelism, simply because you have an opportunity for a long-term relationship. You know, if you make a visit or a phone call, you know, that could be five, 10 minutes, but when you're in the context of a Lutheran school, you have that ability to just let that relationship build and grow over time. And, I, and I've always thought you couldn't design a better way uh, to do outreach than to uh, have a kid, have an unchurched child in the school because you're able to share the love of Christ with that child every day and build a relationship with the parents. Absolutely. And this is particularly true in our early childhood programs where state licensing requires a hand to hand from the child from the parents hand the child is is placed in the teacher's hand. And so every morning, there is that one to two minute inter interchange or a 30 second hello, how are you, how are things going, and that ministry of presence is powerful. And so when schools capitalize on that with greeting at doors and being, being available and around in all the many aspects of the, of the day becomes a really powerful way to strengthen those relationships. Yes. Very good. And we talk about the faith being at the heart of what we're doing. And, you know, we have other schools that can 
uh, certainly help in the education of our children. But what a Lutheran school has uh, the advantage in is to actually teach the faith. So when we talk about making disciples for life, um, tell us a little bit more about how that faith is uh, nurtured in a, a daily uh, way in the schools. One thing that I love about uh, about serving in a Lutheran school is that it is a, it is a way of life. And so our teachers model um, uh, what a Christian servant would do. Um, and this is not just relegated to the morning uh, devotion or um, the religion period, but this is woven throughout the day and throughout all of the activities. So whether it's a sporting event that opens in prayer and, and uh, with a, a Christian foundation, whether it's a, um, a meeting with parents, whether it is a, a discipline where the law and gospel is shared thoughtfully with the child and with students and then their families. All of this is, is in an experience that for many of our schools are open uh, 10 to 12 hours a day, five days a week, and, and then um, for the many activities that extend beyond the day. And uh, it becomes a family. And that family uh, is, is how we, we grow together. Very good. I think some people might have a misconception that there are two different things when you're talking about the church and the school. And so some might be a little leery and think that the school then becomes a drain on the congregation. Talk to us a little bit about the advantage of a church being strengthened by a school. You know, it's, it's a strengthening of each other. And uh, where, we have, where we have thriving schools, we have thriving churches. And where we have thriving churches, we have thriving schools. Um, but this is not to say that there isn't the conversation about finances, about natural disaster, certainly the pandemic and COVID-19, but it's how the church and school solve it together. And where, where there is a partnership, a very strong partnership between the school leadership and the church leadership. And I'm gonna go even further with pastor and principal where there is conversation about how do we, how do we move ahead? And it's, it's that powerful relationship. It's like a family. If mom and dad uh, are not getting, getting along, um, the children know that there's going to be a division. And so that it's like a family. And that family is strengthened when the family works together through thick and thin. Very good. Hey, Mark, I'd actually like to hear from you a little bit about, I know that even your school that you're connected to remained uh, there for the community throughout the COVID-19 crisis. Can you tell us what's going on there? Yeah, um, my congregation started an early childhood center uh, would have been a year ago in January. So it was one of those, uh, the church has been around a long time, but it was an entre entrepreneurial venture to be sure. And uh, God really blessed it. And we had uh, lots of great opportunities to share uh, the gospel uh, with kids and, and their families. Uh, and then and if we're up to a waiting list, opened all the rooms that we had. And then, uh, you know, the, the virus struck. And then, uh, you know, most parents chose to uh, keep their kids at home. But uh, we continue to provide uh, childcare for 
uh, essential workers through this whole process. And now we're beginning to open back up again. Um, so it's uh, been an adventure, uh, but been an exciting one because our congregation uh, is in contact then with families who are not connected to a church. Some are, but I mean, a very high percentage or not. Uh, and the other exciting thing is that these families are in the neighborhood of the church. You know, so these aren't people who are driving in from a long distance, but um, there, there are people in our community, in our area that, that we would love to connect with. And uh, this may be a uh, sort of a question for Dr. Schmidt that um, my theory is that if you put an unchurched child in a Lutheran school, um, nine times out of 10, that child will become a believer, whether the parents do or not. So I don't know if you uh, have observed that, uh, uh, Dr. Schmidt. You know, some of my favorite intakes after uh, I served as a principal um, for many, many years, and that was always my favorite question. What, what brings you to our school today? And uh, the, the one that stands out in my mind would be, well, I was, I was in high school and I dated this guy and, and he was Lutheran and he was a nice guy. And, uh, and so she was drawn to what, um, the kind of person that he was. And, uh, Another another one that stands out in my mind is is a single parent who had come into the building and I asked her the question and she said, well, um, when when I was in school, the Lutheran church helped my family so that I could go to Lutheran school and um, they were they took care of us and they helped us. And that's why I'm here today. Yeah, we had awesome. some really great stories of my home congregation, even through the depression, uh, when families could not afford the school, they made sure that the kids kept coming. And there was a group of ladies, they were late into their 80s that still got together, that went to school together. They still had such a special place in their heart for the church because they saw the school as being the mission field. And they did absolutely everything they could to keep these families there so that they continue to educate their children, and more importantly, to teach them the faith. So that's a really good example, Mark, of how congregations can see their school as being a mission field, uh, walking in their door on a daily basis. And I think, too, uh, especially when we think about some of our struggling inner cities or maybe some of our rural small towns, um, not having school also showed us... Uh, Rebecca, some of the, the gaps that are there without the school, you know, for, for some of the kids that don't necessarily have the safest environment, for some of the kids that don't necessarily get uh, three good meals a day, what has this shown us uh, throughout this crisis for our schools that have had to go online? What are some of those things that are missing in terms of safety, in terms of uh, providing for some of those needs? You know, I, I read a statement um, in, in throughout this journey that has stood out um, with uh, just the poignancy of what we're experiencing and what students have experienced and what teachers have experienced. And it was, this is not a break. This is a heartbreak. And so over and over, what we're hearing is that the teachers miss each other. 
The teachers miss their children, their students. The students miss their teachers. Their parents um, are, have a new understanding of walking in their shoes. And, and uh, no one ever expected that this would last longer than two weeks. And so um, there has been a kind of a new respect for the work of teachers. And um, has our work been perfect? No, we have all kinds of ways that they've adapted to maintain that relationship. Uh, with uh, Zoom Zoom meetings and parades and 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 drop-offs on front porches and personal calls and and so uh, this this has just been a, a really powerful affirmation of what Lutheran schools do really well and that was that is the connection with families the re value of relationships and and uh, really that family feeling and care for families. Very good. And tying into that a little bit, can you tell us some helpful tips? How does the, the congregation and the school work together then that the congregation is uh, reaching out to those families as well, um, trying to bring them into the life of the church? No, I think... Um... Pastor Steve, that what really, um, really is important is that relationship, and I talked a little bit about it earlier, just one shared vision for caring for families. And so um, with that, it's, it's communicating that to the congregation um, from the pastor, uh, not, on, not just in the newsletter or a weekly update, that's important, um, speaking it uh, referentially when whenever possible and when the pastor is a champion of the school and uh, and it it's in his everyday conversation it's very very powerful and by the same token the principal as well talking about the church and and uh, how important that par partnership is it's it's greeting at the door together it's opening um family events together with a word here and, and, and a word from both. It's, it's really modeling that value and, and so that there's very little uh, line between church and school. It's just kind of, you, I think of it when fingers are intertwined and, and walking together. And it sounds simple um, to do, but it, it must be intentional uh, with regular weekly meetings or at times that work, uh, cell phone, call me, talking things over, high trust, we can work through this together. And that's when you get a very, very powerful uh, uh, family see that, feel that, are comforted by that, and, and uh, feel secure. Very good. And it does seem like there is a growing number of students in our Lutheran schools that are not of a Lutheran background, maybe even unchurched. So there certainly, again, is a, a mighty, mighty mission field uh, for congregations to reach out to those families. And one of the ways that uh, we've talked about church planting reaching into communities um, is to find that means of outreach for the needs that families have. Can you tell us a little bit then, how do these Lutheran schools actually help to strengthen communities? Well, when we look at 
when we look when we look at how many when we look at the children that we're serving in our Lutheran schools, 38% are from our Lutheran congregations or area congregations, and 62% are uh, not Lutheran or, or unchurched. And so you have a very strong community service just by opening, opening your doors to the families that come. And so helping them to know and understand that they have a place in our Lutheran church is very important. And, and uh, that's becoming easier every year. And you, it's, it's certainly demonstrated by, by that percentage. And so when we, when we look at that and we, we open our hearts to what they need, and this is probably one of my bigger takeaways is to offer families what they need, not what we want them to have. So when we're doing that planning, um, we want to be conscious of what our community needs. So um, families that may, are, may be in a suburban area uh, are going to need different things than an inner city or a rural area that may be struggling with um, opioid abuse or teen pregnancy. And so when we look at where we're serving, that's where that's going to design the services that we have. And so often families, uh, families love their children. And that, that, is beyond, that is across the boards economically. And if we offer programs that will help them care for their families, they'll be there. That, we see that in our preschools. We see that in our schools. We see that in the activities we design that um, where children are involved, we will have their parents. And then getting to know what they need, getting involved with your community that's supporting it, um, involving uh, uh, the, the work with the church and the school, maybe for referrals or, or uh, may I talk to my pastor about this and would you be open? And, and so it's just being knowledgeable about what the church is doing, being knowledgeable about what the school is doing and then being able to, um, to meet that as a team. Very good. And, you know, you've heard me talk about in the inner city, especially um, even when I served myself. And I was going through some mentoring training for the school to work with uh, third and fourth graders. And one of the statistics that we were told was actually identified by the coroner of the city. And he had seen an almost direct correlation uh, between at-risk young men um, either being imprisoned or dying from violent crime based on not passing their fourth grade proficiency test. And that statistic absolutely stuck with me. It was the most important statistic I think I have ever heard in terms of the inner city because our schools are such a great outreach to families, especially in our inner cities. But even more so, this is this is beyond just life-changing stuff. Education can literally be life-saving for kids that are at risk. And so I think it's so important for us to not only consider what a great strength it is, how important it is uh, in terms of being able to offer a good education, but just really, you know, not any exaggeration, how deeply formative it is in the lives of so many children and why schools to me are so important in the mission of the church. 
I I couldn't agree more, Pastor Steve. And and when I when I visit schools in underserved areas and I see um, I see how hard our teachers are working to make those connections. They hang on to every child with with both hands and um, and it's a whatever it takes. That's what we're going to do with with uh, resource programs, with after school tutoring for breakfast, lunch, for extended care and all the ways to support families and the families are there. They've they've developed some very creative ways. Um, and this is where the entrepreneurial spirit is going to be very critical. And so it's it's no longer putting uh, an ad in the bulletin to say, well, we're going to have have a, a parent meeting next week. It, uh, it it really is is being very creative and very intentional and and looking when it doesn't work the first time is find another way to get that information out and and uh, continue to keep that mission first and foremost, that shared vision first and foremost. And, and children, children will respond. I, and uh, they wanna be where it's safe. They wanna be where they're cared for and their parents want that too. Yeah, and there absolutely is that missionary spirit. I know that we got to work with the schools department for urban and inner city mission to host the Big City Mission Project, working with Concordia Publishing House one year, we were able to raise uh, a good deal of money, but, you know, it really was just kind of a token of appreciation at the end of the day for a lot of our urban schools. And I really got to speak, though, to some really mission-minded folks. I talked to one principal in the city of Chicago. She broke down in tears just because, you know, it's it's such a hard task it's not easy. I know that she could have probably gone to be the principal administrator about a million other places, but she just absolutely refused to leave her children and that community behind. Um, she loved those children. She loved that community despite all of the challenges. She absolutely um, showed that mission zeal. Uh, and it was just incredible. She broke down in tears and I broke down in tears. I said, you know, I was just so thankful that we could give even the slightest bit of a token of appreciation. But she just was so thankful that anybody was even thinking of them because it really is a, a tough, gritty mission field. But just to see and to hear the stories of these great missionaries um, are, are incredible. Um, so absolutely uh, a school has all of the mission zeal that you would expect uh, from a new start for sure. So Dr. Schmidt, can you um, help us, uh, if somebody has kind of uh, caught the, the glimpse of this vision of how Lutheran education is not only a great strength, not only a great means for us to uh, reach families, but um, for many, it might just be kind of a daunting fear of the unknown um, what would you say about how, how do you go about getting something started with Lutheran education then in the mission field? Well, I think in, in my experience, um, first of all, you want to pray. You want to um, talk to your core people and leadership. And as you begin programs, there are supports through the Synod. And depending on the kind of program that you're offering, uh, State Department of uh, Early Childhood Licensure 
for early childhood programs, five and under, and your State Department of Education will all have uh, information for the mechanics of opening a school. And from that point, it, it is, um, I think the most important is not to be daunted by the size of the project and, and getting, getting, a, a, getting it in order and, and doing the best you can in that regard and, and moving ahead. There's always time to adjust. There are programs for um, determining feasibility studies and doing the homework and, and uh, districts can help, national office can help with, with all of those, but it's the, it is a big job and, and stay the course. Don't expect perfection, but be willing to adjust and adapt and to keep moving forward. Very good. So if you do see the need in your community, um, when you understand that this is not just a drain on the resource of the church, uh, when you see that this is truly something that has the mission zeal uh, for families uh, in the surrounding area, um, you're not going to be alone. And that's why uh, we are so excited to have LCMS schools uh, always as our partner in all of our new entrepreneurial mission work. And so please uh, reach out uh, for us uh, to help you with uh, starting your new mission. But know uh, if Lutheran education seems like a, an important aspect of how you can reach your community, um, there are lots and lots of uh, resources and folks that are there uh, to help you uh, the whole way through. And um, Reverend Larson, I know you've got a few uh, stories for us too about education and its importance in, in uh, church. Yeah, in my first parish, um, I sometimes likened uh, doing outreach with the Lutheran schools like fish in a barrel. Uh, you know, they were, you had that great relationship and it was strong. Um, but uh, my family and I moved to St. Louis about 10 years ago and our next door neighbors uh, you know, weren't going to church. They, um, you, you know, uh, a young family. And so, you know, of course, I invited them to church and you know, they were very interested right away. In fact, the dad said, uh, yeah, I, we were kind of looking for a Lutheran church. So um, the end of the story is they became very, very involved uh, in our congregation where we were. And it was very exciting just to see how they grew in the faith. Um, so our family likes to take credit for that, of course. But the wholeness of the story is that the dad in this family, um, you know, it was just him and his mom, and they lived pretty close to the uh, inner city, and the Lutheran school there, you know, cared about this family, uh, gave this uh, young man a solid Christian education, and, you know, uh, to be honest, you know, he wasn't active for, you know, a, a very, very good while, but the the seed of the gospel was growing that whole time. And, you know, just with a little bit of encouragement from uh, my family, it's just amazing to see how that has blossomed. So I, I guess it's a word to say, you know, Isaiah 55, 11 is so true that God's word does not return void. You know, sometimes uh, we see results right away. That's what we like. But um, sometimes it takes a long time to see what God is doing. And our family was privileged to, uh, in this case, to be the harvesters. Uh, for Lutheran teachers who had planted the seed of the gospel many, many years before. And uh, so hopefully that's a word of encouragement, that, uh, you know, for all those teachers out there who uh, just got done with all their Zoom meetings, you know, is uh, God's word's gonna, is gonna work. And it's amazing to see how it works through our schools. 
And Dr. Schmidt, do you have any last words of encouragement for us in terms of church planting and new starts in the mission field and Lutheran education, how it all fits together? You know, Steve, our Pastor Steve and Pastor Mark, this is uh, such a such an important topic, and uh, and I would just really encourage our our school starts to look at education with a high priority, Christian education, and and the way that it can work. It's hard work, and as uh, Pastor Larson has said, it, we don't often see the, the reward of that, but planting the seeds is so important and uh, because they will, will return. For the time that we have children and families, uh, this, is, this is such a critical piece. And I would encourage, um, I would, I, if, if there is uncertainty about a, what school ministry is, is to contact our office. Um, connect with the district and talk to other educators and churches with schools. And they are a huge resource in terms of uh, sharing ideas, in terms of looking at programs. And, and uh, there are many, many resources available to, to help people who have a heart for this. Outstanding. Well, we thank you so much uh, for your time today, Dr. Schmidt. And again, if this is about making disciples for life, uh, you can't really find a better means of reaching uh, the children in a community than to give them a good, solid Lutheran education, to teach them the faith, to nurture their faith, to give what could be even a life-saving ministry uh, to those who are in need. And we're so excited to uh, talk today about how schools intersect uh, with new starts and church plants. And if you have any questions, again, uh, as Dr. Schmidt said, please reach out to her department and always uh, be in touch with us at Mission Field USA. And we are also uh, very happy uh, to help you along the way as you're building up your core group, as you're finding out what are those community needs and to partner together in terms of reaching your community. Uh, so thanks again to all of our listeners. I hope you enjoyed the program. Uh, keep listening as we continue to figure out how we're going to plow the soil and plant the seed in Mission Field USA. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Mission Field USA podcast for church planting. Visit lcms.org slash church planting for other resources and information to share your ideas and to contact us. The Mission Field USA podcast is a production of the Office of National Mission of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod in partnership with KFUO Radio. The Lord be with you.